everyone, welcome to Death and the Dying Model. I have another guest here joining me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I would. Um, my name is Emma Ocha and I am an empowerment and mindset coach. I also am a musician, that's my background. So we're going to be here a long time talking about how I got here. Um, yeah, and I run a business called Find Your Fierce, which is all, all about empowering people through their mind, through their body and through their soul. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, you probably didn't me mention on my podcast a couple of times, but I think the person I was talking about, Emma. No, Emma helped me so much. I went to her event. Yeah. Where we go? So it was the, it wasn't actually that long ago, if you think about it. It was maybe, wait, October. Why can't I count months? September, my birthday was September. So maybe September, October, I was holding an event in uh, the Corinthian in Glasgow. And it was a women empowerment event that I was taking them through six core elements. And we had spoken through email and Cheryl had said, look, I'm profoundly deaf and I just want to check before I purchase this ticket. Um, will it be accessible? And I'm just going to be honest, is that, is that cool? Basically, I was like, accessible? I thought I was accessible. I thought I was diverse. And then from that, it just started this spiral of me realizing how inaccessible I was. Um, and it's not about berating yourself. It was just about me becoming aware and acknowledging that ignorance. Um, and I thought to myself, the more that she kind of asked me, is it accessible? I was thinking, what do you mean accessible? Like, it's, I was thinking, what does she mean accessible? And then I realized, Oh my, oh my goodness, like, I genuinely, because even if you think about it when you're presenting, you're, you're doing it to the person who hears, you're not thinking about any other element. Um, my animations, just because I'm very animated when I talk, it's not enough, because I've got music, I've got loads of people talking, there's different things that you need to incorporate to be accessible, truly accessible, because we love how it's a trend now, you know, as soon as one person talks about this thing, everybody gets defensive and they want to be, they want to showcase that I am this and I am that and I'm diverse and I'm inclusive and I'm all this. But for me, I really wanted to take time to have a conversation with myself and be like, oh, wait a minute, you really need to give this person focus here because we need to understand what it is that she requires. And also, what is it that's going to make Cheryl have the same, if not a better experience that everyone else is going to have? Because I'm all about the experience. I feel like I spoke for a long time there, sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that is why I brought you on, because I feel that Emma is the best person to tell you from her story. Because um, I keep talking about my story, mm. but it's nice to see from somebody else's view mm. about disability. Mm -hmm. And uh, but what you're doing is absolutely amazing. Mm. That is why I'm listening to everything she's saying, and I'm inspired by you because when I did the interview a couple of weeks ago and I was watching the new masterclass the night before and um, when I did the interview I was like I have your voice, your power in my head and I smashed that interview yes that's why because that video yesterday we were mm -hmm. talking about the mm -hmm. man oh and the email. yeah 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 the one I sent I was watching it I was, Wow, wow. And it's so true, it's mm. so new. 
is it the one about um, busy trap or is it what 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 one the week before? The one. Uh, what was that man? About? about it was a man ducking on a cow and they were doing arguing. Yep. So he's talking about the psychological yes. side of being stuck in a busy trap and the ego. Um. Yeah. So. So one of the main things I'll share one of your realizations because we're jumping in the story, but basically Cheryl then became a client and she joined the Fierce Tribe program, which is a group program where I take you through the six core elements over the course of 12 months and you've got a full module and everything. And basically I had to convert, basically rip down that full program and then um, basically caption it all. But captioning isn't exactly um, straightforward, which isn't an excuse not to do it, but it's just you need to understand a way to process it to make it very effective to your time and to make sure that you're getting 100% or as close to 100% captions as possible because there's no point in you just clicking something that says captions and then it's all gobbledygook because it's still not okay because you've not put any any time into actually, um, what am I trying to say, correcting the words. So it's very time consuming. Yeah, and what Damon would do now, Emma it needs an open caption, which means it's a hundred percent making sure her caption is accurate. Where like it says, press the button, that is no open caption, that's closed caption. And it doesn't always give you an accurate result. And sometimes it can be a, it can be offensive. Like for example, I say the most common word to me they did, they put death. Mm -hmm. That stuck out to me when you said it. So it's like something that's imprinted in my brain to look out for is, if it says death, I'll make sure it doesn't say death, like, because I, I totally get what you mean, because that's like, the connotations to that is like, it's not even, like, we're laughing because it's just like, I know, when yeah. you, I, I guess like, we're laughing, right, because now Cheryl, I guess, feels she's got an ally, and I'm just like, I mean, I would message her going, what the absolute, can you swear on this? What the absolute F? I'll just not swear in case, right? What the hell? Because I'd be like, I'm about to jump off a cliff, this is exhausting. Every time, like, I would, I would be like, are you serious? I would come up against a new one. And then the newest stress is Zoom. Because you're if I'm doing a masterclass live, this is something that's really frustrating me now. We've spent months fixing and restructuring the brand to be truly 100% accessible, which I'm super proud of. Thanks to this gal for being a disruptor and, you know, making loud noise about this issue that I could then see that that was lacking in my business. But when you do a live anything, anything that's live, it's just so unsupported. Like if I'm doing a masterclass, Cheryl's having to, we're having to deal with the worst um, closed captions. It's just, it doesn't even make sense because obviously it's trying to um, convert it in real time. So you can use companies like, um, not Feed, what's the other one? Um, I use Veed for editing, but there was another one that yep. that's at Rev that apparently you can maybe, but yeah, it's just, I mean, we're spiraling here, but basically it's, it's brought up a lot of struggles that, you know, people who are profoundly deaf are up against. And we've just been like, oh, well, you just need to deal with it. We might not say that, but our lack of wanting to do anything about it basically tells them, well, I'm, it's just not really that important to me right now. And unfortunately, as soon as that became highlighted to me, I was actually affronted. And see, because Cheryl has mentioned me a lot 
I think a lot of people who have maybe been following you have then messaged me and said, how are you doing this? So I think it's like a really good, because although I don't mind um, explaining, like messaging someone back and saying, oh, I use bead or, but it's not as simple as that. And also you need to do your own research. So I shouldn't really need to be spending loads of time explaining to someone and doing the work for you. You, you, you need to do it for your own business and you need to do it for your own self. Uh -huh, and sometimes every business is different. Mm -hmm. So what I'm doing might not work for your business. Mm -hmm. You know, and mm -hmm. what they meant to me, because mm -hmm. obviously the captain didn't understand me at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the captain mine. Well, I meant got to, I worked with her, so everybody's different. So you're right, do you know what we do? So what I would say is, as a bit of advice, um, is because Cheryl knew I was, she was like, just stop being so stressed about it. You've done so much already. And I was like, but it's not enough. Like, thank you for thanking me, but you shouldn't need to thank me. I was like, we need, we can't stop here. It's frustrating me that when you're on a live masterclass, you're not getting the same experience. So what I've done in the interim, while we are trying to sort it with Zoom and like Facebook and Instagram meta, so many. is that when Cheryl's on my masterclasses, my our sisters, the Fierce Tribe sisters, all the other women know that Cheryl is profoundly deaf because I've taken the time to explain it. They've taken the time to get to know her. They've even altered how they're showing up in the group to make sure that that's that, that, that Cheryl is able to sometimes see a video that's recorded and straight away it's captioned and it's captioned quite well. That one, so if it's a recorded video, so we're kind of switching it up. So if someone goes live, Cheryl now feels safe enough to be like, it's okay. She even goes live now because she knows that it's safe and we'll all take her time. If we're on a masterclass, Cheryl will use the chat box. I'll make sure that, you know, I'm in direct contact. She can also message me as well while we're live. So if anything is, if she's getting lost or anything or people, because people now know not to speak over each other. And that's been a captain that can go, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's like, just knowing that, it's like, if too many, like, see if you're on a, if you're, um, I don't know if, let me talk about it from a coach perspective. If you're hosting a big Zoom live, right, and you host loads of events online, and you are used to everybody being like, oh, ha, 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 and this happened, and that happened, and this happened, and you're like, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's not that that can't happen. It's just, because you don't want to take that element. That's where it's stressful, right? And this is where people go, off. Oh, if that, I'm not, I'm not doing that because that's too much. I mean, that's going to take away, but yes it does initially but then what you're wanting to do is bring that experience back in for everybody and it just takes a lot of focused work so for me i was like we can't all be talking at the same time so i had to really up my hosting skills i had to be very hyper vigilant if someone if we were having a laugh it would be very clear we were having a laugh about something that cheryl was included in and then when we were talking people will take their individual time we'll take a pause yeah, and it's just about, it, I mean, it's, but you as a host, it's up to you to really create that understanding because as soon as people started to realise, Tina, Desiree, all of them, Lisa, have came to you and been like, how are you, how can you lip read? They've been like, how do you do that? Because I'm trying to lip read, do you know what I mean? So we're really trying to see it from a profoundly deaf person's perspective. And it's like, even if, not to cut in with this, right, but even if we're talking about race and all the things that are taboo, you're it's so easy to become defensive when you're when you when you're like well i'm not that i'm not this i'm not that but it's just about it's not you don't need to be defensive you just need to 
you need to take a step back and you just need to be curious and ask yourself some questions and want to see it from the other person's perspective. That's all you need to do. You don't need to be defensive. A lot of people have been defensive with you, let's be honest. People in, in terms of race as well, it's something I have ne never spoke about bar one time because it's very scary for me to even establish where I fall in that category because I'm mixed. So, you know what I'm saying? You don't need to be defensive. You just need to, you just need to basically be willing to have a conversation and and be willing to see it just for a second from someone else's perspective. So what we did as a community is we kind of tried to live that way a wee bit. So we would try to live as if we were profoundly deaf. So we would be lip reading, like you had a great exercise, um, which I just thought was honestly next level. It was genius. Um, and um, I don't know how to say it right. I'm going to do a masterclass. Oh, are you? Do, I'll be doing that challenge on a masterclass. Well, I'll be there to support you if you need Thank anything. Thank you to get in a So, do you want to share what it, what the the exercise was? Is it a surprise? Because I just think that was like genius. I'm just thinking if you share, then maybe people will like to come. Or maybe not want to come. Or maybe try and copy. Don't copy it, no. <laughs> um, no, but it's just basically the concept is just without telling you what it is, it's basically so you can experience, have yes. a human experience of what it's like for someone who's profoundly deaf to be in a situation where a lot of information is happening and you're not, you've not got the same, um, you've not got the same capability to pick up at the speed that has been delivered. So it really gives you, it just shifts your perspective. Because the thing is, I always say this, whether I'm teaching voice or I'm teaching empowerment or public speaking, you, a lot of people will hide behind terminology. And I know that I can be, maybe this isn't a, maybe it's making me unpopular to say this, right? But I don't care, it's the truth. People are so quick to jump on trends. They're so quick to hide behind qualifications um, because it gives them status, which then equates to identity. I don't connect my identity to a thing. I am who I am. That's it. Like, I don't hide behind my masters. I don't, that's not who I am. It's an experience I had. My life experience trumps that every day. So a lot of people will get so many, they'll accumulate so many, collect so many qualifications. I don't know why I'm dancing like that, but I feel like that's what they're like. They're like demons collecting click 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 because and then that's why they're never satisfied do you ever meet somebody who's like i've got 92 qualifications and 50 million things but you know next next week i'm going to do another qualification and i'm going to get my qualification here because you're not satisfied because you still don't know what your identity is and you're never going to be satisfied and that's where it really triggers people because see at the end of the day i don't mention i've got a master's unless i really need to unless i need to establish that i've already got that because as soon as you say life experience so that you're just doing something because you're just so talented at it or you're, it's your passion, folk are like, well, what entitles you to do that? Well, since you've asked here, but I'm not hiding behind anything. I don't use, I don't hide behind terminology and logic isn't enough. Theory isn't enough. And this is basically why I know that I'm niche is because when I'm coaching, I'm coaching you into the experience. I'm coaching you into the skill set. I'm teaching you how to. Someone called me like the how to person. I'm not just going step one to step five, go and do it. Oh, you've not, you've not achieved it. That's because you're lazy. No, I'm giving you the actual, I am literally holding you by the hand and I'm saying, are you, 
this is the theory and this is the human experience. This is how you physicalize it. And that's what makes me different because then I'm basically coaching people to be independent. I don't want you to need me. You can want to be around me and join. Like some people are like, I want to do that program. I want to move on to this, but I don't want you to need me. I don't want to withhold the, like the magic. I want you to, to be able to stand up. For instance, if it's public speaking and, um, instead of me being like, don't use too many gestures. Um, don't put your back to the audience. I mean, yada, yada, yada. Is that really going to help you when you're doing a TED talk? No, it's not. When you're doing a TED talk it, or an interview, it's you in that audience. It's you in that person. So you, wh what have you got to rely on? Theory? No, you've got experience, muscle memory. It's like someone going to the gym. You wouldn't bounce onto a squat rack and just be like, load them up, lads. You'd be like, let me build up my, my muscle. So it's memory muscle. So if I was to throw Cheryl on stage, she would have things to rely on muscle memory. She would have skill set. She would have a variety of a tool belt to choose from. The audience is difficult. She would know exactly what to do. She would split them into three sections and I'm not going to tell you the rest of my secrets, but that's it. You know, she would have, she would have tangible entities to utilize. It wouldn't just be, oh, what was that worksheet saying again on section six? It's not going to help you. And at the end of the day, if that triggers people, it triggers people. But that's what makes me different is I will give you the how to. And that's ultimately what Cheryl's doing when it comes to accessibility. That's why she's so passionate is because she's trying to get on the floor with you. And it's not to say you're on the floor, but you kind of are when you don't know when something's new to you, you're kind of lost. And she's trying to like sit on the floor with you and go, right, this is how I feel. This is what you probably want everybody to feel. And this is how we're going to get there. And all you really need to do is listen um, and ask questions. Yeah. It's literally all you need to do. And you know, you've been inspired me. I think it's time for me to tell my story now. Mm. Right, here I go. It's something I've never told anybody. Oh my my Should I grab the wine? <laughs> <laughs> no, what she did with that pretty bottle about the identity. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to be honest. When I was younger, I didn't even think about identity. I just thought I was doing with everybody else, but I know I'm different because I've lost my hearing. But the older I got, I knew it, it gets harder because you have responsibility, you've got no independence, it gets harder and harder because people are not aware. And I've had the negative experience that I'm living with because of my identity. I'm there, but what's the word for it? There are so many facets. You're not, so yeah, we had that conversation in Costa when I said you might be deaf, but that's not all you are. Yeah, because I don't want people, I really want to tell people that I may be deaf, but I'm Daryl. I'm Daryl. Who mm. ain't there, but I'm living the way I want to live mm -hmm. and how I run my business. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't want anybody to think I'm there, but I've got more, did more to me than did being there. Uh -huh, more to I offer. offered so much and then I've got my passion, my passion. Mm -hmm. and, and I tell you, I'm going to be honest here, mm -hmm. I am flattened between two. I'm in the hearing world, I'm in the deaf world, mm -hmm. but I think I'm more, more in the hearing world because I've got hearing friends, mm -hmm. I've got, um, 
But that, see, just sorry to interrupt, but that, see, that's, that's just a, as simple as it is, right? And it's not simple, but let's just rewind to what you've just said. It's because she wants to be included. That's as simple as it is. So if you are taking offence, it's, it's someone saying, listen, there's no captions or I think captions should be included and your first instinct is to defend yourself and your brand. You need to take a step back and go, why am I so defensive? It's because I'm not doing it. And I feel like she's called me on something without really calling me on it. Because at the end of the day, it's not coming from somewhere angry and frustrated and like, you're not doing this. It's coming from a place of, I've been so not included and ostracised my whole life. And I want to now be an advocate for people like me um, to now include everyone. And I also just want to... And it's the business that I wanted to pull. Mm -hmm. But the, the thing you said about, which I feel you've been vulnerable, so I feel like I should say this, which I'm terrified to say this specifically publicly because anything that relates to race, I just worry that I'm going to get a lot of backlash about it and I'm not even saying anything wrong. I'm just trying to speak my truth. But when we were discussing it and you were trying to figure out how you felt in between two worlds and I said, look, I'm going to explain something to you and I've never said it before. But that's how I've felt my whole life in Scotland. And I don't think it's anything to do with Scotland. I love Scotland, but it's just my experience has been living here. Yeah, yeah. I'm mixed race. I'm half Nigerian, half Scottish. Don't have a relationship with my dad anymore. Don't have connections to my grandparents so therefore my culture so for me i've all, all always tried to be more like i've tried to as a people pleaser just fit in and being mixed race you just don't it's almost sometimes like you don't belong or you don't have an identity and you're trying to be more of this or less of that and more of that and less of this to fit in each community and, and in actual fact i am actually exist i exist as a mixed race person and if that makes you uncomfortable, then that's work you need to do. If that makes me uncomfortable, that's work I need to do. But I can't keep trying to morph into different people just to be accepted. I'm mixed race and I exist. Just like Cheryl is profoundly deaf, which you can't take away her experience of being deaf, and but she's also And what did actually born about being people pleader? Like when I'm in a group, I try to read everybody mm. and I let them talk. Am I understanding them? No. Mm. And today I'm talking and I'm sitting there going. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the confidence to tell them. I don't know what he did. Because I'm trying to feed them. So hot the feeling. Exactly. It's, it's, it's just like, and I'm sure people listening are going to maybe be like, I feel like heartbroken or I know. they might be like, I, Sorry. I didn't. Well, that's like, you don't even need to apologise because if we haven't, this is what I explained to you as well. If you don't take the time, to explain to someone, then you can't you can't expect them to know 
what you're thinking. Exactly. So you're right. us going, listen, I hope you don't mind. I'm not being rude, but you're talking so fast. We're hearing people do all the time that people with different accents, if someone's going on and on and on and on, someone will be like, I'm sorry, I don't know what you said. I don't know how many people have said that to me. So like, why is it wrong for you to say, listen, can you just slow down a little bit? Just go back to what we were saying there. I caught, I lost you at this, but you're not saying anything. There's not, there's nothing confrontational about that. So there's no need for someone to be defensive. So you keep your dignity, you keep your class, you keep, you don't feel that you've given anything away. You just feel like you've asked a question because you're really curious to what this person has got to say. So you're like, listen, I re just, just really want to give you my full attention. What, what was that you said there? I got you to there. You do it with me all the time now. She's no shy with me. She'll be like, uh, 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 rewind. <laughs> and I'm like, well, where did you listen? I'm trying to like 10 people in the class. And I'm like, where did you listen? <laughs> because I'm so excited to be part of it, right? Mm -hmm. It's amazing. I mean. You're such a good part of it though. Like you teach us as well. It's, <laughs> it's so, it's so great. It's so great. And I just, I think like, I feel I felt a bit embarrassed like coming on because I was like don't I'm not doing anything great like I think that's why I was nervous because I was like I'm not don't glorify what I'm doing because I'm not doing anything great but I totally get what you mean now like I think it's important because so many people have messaged me like listen I don't want to bother you but how are you or Cheryl's coming to my event how can I make this more accessible and on one side I'm like do the research <laughs> do the work but on the other side I'm like here's some points that I thought were really important um because you can't always put it down to um the person to bring along their equipment um like cheryl for official exclusive events i'm doing where i'm taking you to a venue and it's quite fancy um cheryl had a microphone yep a microphone but it was a piece of apparatus that was just different than i'd it's a bluetooth that goes through the microphone plant yeah so and it cuts out the background as well so we had a really good process and structure and with her again you need to ask just out of respect right because maybe not everybody not everyone who's profoundly deaf isn't the same no they're just not the and same not only that so not everybody profoundly deaf some people might be mild the way hearing everybody's deaf we have the right to tell them what we need and please don't be afraid to ask that's what annoys me when i uh, don't so many friends that they am there, dumb with bone, but I, okay. I would like you to, oh, how can I help you? And then that's where I'm telling you, and that's how to make things so much smooth and easier. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to make the person nervous. Because you don't, again, it's about everybody being comfortable and you don't want to just go, hi, everybody, just before we sit down, this person's profoundly deaf. You need to have a conversation with them to be like, what's going to be the best way forward for you to feel that you're part of this and for Cheryl she was like see before you start can you just do a tiny like intro and welcome to why I need this to be accessible in a way and I just I mean I was nervous obviously because you know straight away you're going to make people feel uncomfortable and I say that I know that's like scary to say that right but you're going to make people feel uncomfortable straight away because instantly people are like what I need to do and the whole point of this event is that people then can only focus on themselves and straight away I'm going we're going you need to think about other people and it's not that it's doing it in a way that's going to serve your audience and members and experience the best way and ultimately it's bespoke it's something you need to customize and see in time you realize this is really not that major an effort once you actually do the initial work I couldn't imagine not being accessible now it, 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 it's it's just not, 
it's just not something I would fathom but it's because you were just so interested in what I'd done I had to do it pronto so I had to put a lot of focus and intense intensive um, time into it um but yeah I just think it's it's just something that once you start doing it you realize how ignorant you've been and it doesn't mean you're a bad person when I say that ignorant has got these connotations of negativity right ignorant is just you, you how would you know how would you actually know on your back to the bottom yeah like for me for example I've started to put pictures of something mm -hmm. on my uh, Instagram oh. post because I'm thinking if I want to be more accessible to the community mm -hmm. but I'm going to be more accessible to the hearing community I'm going to be more accessible to people who have type problems mm -hmm. yeah I'm they what what you know there but that's the truth it's like language is important you know but again what we see the word scared when we are saying scared right we use it lightly we're being honest we're scared we're nervous we're 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 tentative of what the language we use but it's not an excuse to not do it or not say it or not talk about this because this is a conversation we have to have which you'll hear a lot in topics uh, discussions around race it's not enough to just be like oh it makes me uncomfortable so I'm not going to say it because I don't want to say the wrong thing you can't say anything these days well you can say a lot of things people people are out here spouting a lot with their yeti mics on podcasts don't get me started but um so it's about it's, it's about understanding that you feel uncomfortable and dismantling why you're uncomfortable and saying look I don't know if I'm going to say the right thing but let me be have open to have this conversation and then you can make progress that way we just need to be willing to listen to each other a little bit more everybody out here is trying to be some kind of expert and absolutely everything either someone's an expert or someone's a sheep and I think I mean how much have I been through with narcissism I feel like I'm the queen of nar understanding narcissistic abuse, being a survivor. But I would never say I am an expert, right? Because nobody's an expert. You're, we're all learning. And if someone really vibes with your experience, or like someone's like Cheryl, oh, oh my God, until I found you, I just felt so alone. Don't put Cheryl on a pedestal. You, you, you're inspired by her. You aspire to be like her. But... When you put someone on a pedestal, you're telling subconsciously telling yourself that you're you're never going to obtain that, that they've somehow got some better powers or skill set or opportunities than you, and it keeps you stuck in procrastination, and that's why nothing gets done. So it's just about moving forward. You can't you know whip yourself because you didn't know something. You can't know everything if you've not been around people who are of different race or profoundly deaf or have different disabilities then you're not going to know. My cousin is Down syndrome. Um, that's normal for me. I grew up with her. She's absolutely amazing. She's spot on. She teaches me. That was normal for me. But I get that that might not be normal for the other, pe other people because you might not have been around that growing up. Yep. And yeah, that's just true. And yeah, the story I was making earlier, I'm going to do that. I might not be the best person for the BSL community, which is pretty dynamic because I don't die, I rely on that reading. Mm -hmm. So, though anything I'm talking about is my experience that reading, needing equipment, and uh, 
Pane party room till I move up a beer though, or then more. New bear at someone who had beer though. Not me, because I don't want to be Captain Amphimation. That hundred percent no or left by. So I'm terrible. I like it. I time nothing with my cockroach plan. So I'm definitely. I like it by. I'm I'm creating my own community for the people who want to follow me for who I am. For the people who are blended. If you're in between two worlds, then that's your person. Yeah, because it does just put Because they exist. Worlds. They exist. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't need to just be deaf or hearing. No. There's people who are blended yeah. in between. Exactly. And that's it. Yeah. And do you think I did mention to people what to write? Did not there about the people? Going to keep back. Well, it's just how you, again, it's just how you present the information. Okay. The wrong word to use in the opinion people. What's the word? Deaf and dumb. Right, well, that's. I don't see how that's wrong to mention if it's something you feel. Don't do that. I've had two people do that to me. Recently? I mean, it's it's obviously backwards again. You just, See, what helps me, right, is if you can't physically. Because it's fine logically and theoretically saying you understand. That doesn't mean that you understand from your chest, from your gut, from your soul. Do you know when you're hurt? Like, let me just do this exercise, right? See, think about a time when someone has done something or said something and you have felt insulted to your core. You felt like you want the ground to swallow you up. You felt like you don't belong. You've been embarrassed. You know that you have been treated badly, but you don't. You don't have the confidence to say anything because you feel so unworthy, and you flee into the shadows. Basically, it's like imagine that time. Feel it in your body. Feel the shame rip through you. That's exactly how she is feeling in her own experience. And just because you don't live it doesn't and doesn't take away that validation for her. Don't invalidate her experience. Just like. That happening to you, whatever that person did say or done to you in that moment that you just don't think people would believe, it doesn't take away that it happened to you, that it hurt you. So it's about you taking what someone is saying and going, listen, I can't imagine what that's like because I don't have that um, debilitating me. However, I can relate it to something that I've been through. Do you know what I mean? And also, when he's talking about the reaction button, I started to do that. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people don't like the word hearing impairment. Okay. So, I, I actually doesn't bother me because it is the worst that they've moved for a while, like shields and stuff. They call it hearing impairment. And it's not their fault because it doesn't describe it. It's a term that they knew. Brain the shield and stuff, but they're not doing it to people eventually. So that is my that is why my business is I'm here to support you, I'm here to help you. How um like hearing impairment is what everybody knows, audiology, everything. But I I just want to like um, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I don't react to it. I respond by But it's also subjective. What's going to insult you and make you feel uncomfortable is subjective. It's entirely personal. So, again, it's just about having the conversation. Cheryl's here. She's having. She's so willing to have open conversations. 
what's what's insulting to her and what's what she's passionate about is going to be different for you but she's open for you to be a an ear for you literally no pun intended an ear for you to be like the reason why hearing impairment insults me as a deaf person that's that's the conversation that needs to take place it's not that this is right and this is wrong who's to say that anything's right or wrong if it upsets you there's a reason whether it's like it was with cheryl it was linked to childhood trauma and i had to really work intensely with with cheryl to help her really take breaths and step back and analyze and stop invalidating her experience it was as if she was trying to like it's a vulnerable child it's a vulnerable child and it comes out and it's like listen to Definitely. me listen to me and we it comes out emotional and it's not that we're trying to be aggressive or confrontational it's just it's just it's just a it's a trigger and understanding that she was able to take a step back and every time she was confronted with that situation she would be like she would message me or she would call me and i would go right okay where are we feeling this what are we and we'd work our way back and then eventually she'd be like i'm not even stressed about that anymore i now know how to handle this you know you just need a Definitely. bit of support. That's all. That's all. It's a bit of support. Yeah. And I, funny enough, I had that interview mm -hmm. from uh, in America. That dad asked me, how do you want me to be who you are? Mm -hmm. You want me to perform a day or day mm -hmm. or that or mm -hmm. that? That was the first time I ever been there. Just out of respect. And I did that time. Dinner with the blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was nice to be here because it's an interview. Mm -hmm. But um, but it didn't really bother me. But it looked like it does bother other people, which is also fine. And it's just about having a conversation about the language because again, it's it, it's just understanding that everybody is different. Yeah. And if you can just ask someone, listen, I just really want you. To be, I say this to my guests all the time. My, my purpose with this podcast is that you also have a chance to talk about something you're really passionate about under the umbrella of empowerment. However, you need to also feel safe. So how would you like me to introduce you? Would you like to introduce yourself? And blah, blah, blah. It's just out of respect. That's all it is. Um, and it just comes out of respect and valuing each other and valuing yourself. Yeah, I'm just looking all the question. I think we've covered everything and uh, it's amazing. That is why I wanted Brian Emma because she is um, the one who's supporting me and being in a child and helping me to focus. I mean, I even tell my mum about you. No. Like, Don't have oh, to emotional mom, all the day. I'm like, I'm like, 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 like that's <laughs> off camera. I'm like, my mum, we're looking forward to that podcast. Um, no, um, it, I don't know if I can do a business without all that because it's so important in your business to have someone telling you right empowerment right mm -hmm. react respond because you want to do your business in the right way and you want to be a professional as well i know and i know cheryl has spoke to me about speaking about what i do more because i'm very much word of mouth and i it's something i need to work on is being able to say i am the best at what i do and here is what i do but i've been working really tirelessly in the background I'm also relocating to Dubai this year I'll be between the UK and Dubai and ultimately the reason I am here to help people is because for me it has to it all comes down to experience it comes down to me simplifying these core elements people think they can go to ASDA and buy confidence off a shelf right they want to get closure from their ex it's never going to happen anything to do with 
public speaking the voice, showing up for yourself, your brand, um, empowering yourself to your core, actual having strong foundations and not just uh, having longevity with your empowerment, not just short bursts of it and then after two days you're on the floor again. It's having the tools, being equipped with the tools to deal with all these elements and slowly but surely build a strong AF life, mindset and business. Um, someone labelled me, you're more businessy. That is someone else's projection of me. I am one of the most spiritual per people. I grew up with Motown music and soul music and gospel, do you know what I mean? Like I'm very, very soulful and spiritual, but just because I don't scream about it doesn't mean I'm not spiritual. I believe we are we are spiritual beings having a human, expe human experience, right? And if I believe that, then I also believe that the power of the mind. So when someone is saying that they want to empower their life when I help them do that of course they're going to look at what they're doing and go I don't want to work for someone I want to work for myself or I'm not happy in that job so it does it does have a lot of business elements folk do want to know how I've taken what I do in person tangible entities and then put it online they want to know the hosting systems I've used they want to know about podcasting they want to know about how I've done this because I've shared it so publicly so there's no, there's no shame in that. Do you know what I mean? Um, and what I'm trying to say is through making my work very accessible, I've created enough tier systems to make it financially accessible. So you can join group, group programs, memberships, uh, courses, um, recorded webinars, courses. You can attend events, retreats. Um, you can work with me one-on-one. -on -one. To be honest, I take applications now for my one-to-ones because it's a lot of time and investment that goes into that. So I need to make sure we're the right fit. So, and also my availability can be tight. So it's only for really serious people um, who are ready to, to really level up. And yeah, so there's so much that you could join. And literally Cheryl's saying she's part of the Fierce Tribe program, which is also going to be open up as a membership as well. So Cheryl's got access to the full year's program. It comes in um, a one module dropped every two months because they're so packed. And the modules are so interactive. It's like I invested so much money and time in creating this um, hosting system, uh, not creating it, sorry, utilising this hosting system that would give you, it's like an interactive experience. So although you're seeing me every single day and on the group, it's like I'm with you and your coaching experiences as if you're getting a one-to-one -one with me. That's, that's how interactive it is. So there is so many different elements that you can do. Money really should not be an excuse and time shouldn't be an excuse. At the end of the day, I was broke. AF and I found a way to do it because I found someone who had enough to be honest most of this has been me I'm not gonna lie like I did just create as I went but you do need to learn from people you need support um and so many people will get different coaches and all that I'm not really about that life if you vibe with me and you want to learn and just invest in it there's so many different tiers that choose something that's so comfortable for you until such times as you're like, I need to make this next step in order for me to achieve this. Um, so yeah, I just think it should, information should be as accessible as possible, but you need to also value your knowledge, you know? Definitely. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't have spoken out my story here for them because um, I need to move forward to my business to have how um, who I am. So if it's just I'm up the end, I'm thorough, I'm profoundly there, I let you, I've got a cochlear implant, I'm here to 
have recognized to be more acceptable for healing law, which it means anybody that brought the healing. Mm-hmm. And uh, just to um, because that is changing at a time that we are sensitive for all that ability. And how amazing would that be? Just um, without any leaving people out because it affects their mental health and it does affect my mental health growing up, going to work, trying to start my business. But I'll be honest with you, setting up my business, I have been feeling like, oh, I can't go on at that. No, I can't go on at that. But I stopped that after thinking I am going to do something about it. So, yeah. Do you have any questions for me? No, honestly, I feel like we've been, I've questioned you for about six months. <laughs> no, um, I did the case, do you have anybody that, if anybody would you think people are thinking about me? I think we've covered it, but what I would say is, I mean, is this going to be on YouTube? Yeah. Right, so what I would say is, if you have any questions for me around empowerment, public speaking, basically stepping into your power, dealing with managing the mind, finding your voice, pain to power, um, so trauma to transformation, Dating and relationships, dating self as well. Um, people pleasing is a big one that everyone comes to me for and confidence and fulfillment, right? You tell me below, it could be to do with a narcissistic ex, anything. You give us the you give me the questions um below this video or tag me at Emma Ocha O C H I A underscore um in this and I will answer it for you and we'll create that content for you. And the same for Cheryl. If you've got any questions, make them specific though to do with accessibility, get your questions in and we could maybe start a series. We could, it's about, at the end of the day, it's like what I've done with Cheryl, it's about making it bespoke and customised. There's no point in just us talking about things. You know, we've spoke about what we need to speak about. We've told you the story, we've told you our journey, but you're obviously going to have questions and it's not very fair of me to just assume that that's how you feel and what you think. So use this interactive experience to actually ask us. People are in my DMs every day telling me, really deep things that I don't always get the chance to message everyone back but I do respond to a lot of people and they'll just be like you spoke about narcissism Emma it really touched me that about gaslighting I didn't even know what gaslighting was or mirroring or hoovering or discarding I didn't even understand that I didn't know what being a supply was these terms so people will ask you and then you can then customize your response so your content is way more direct you know you feel me so I think that's a better way to do it. Amazing. So yeah, so thank you for coming on and thank you Emma for taking your time out to come to the podcast. Thank you for I having me. I can't wait to um, do more podcasts with you. Oh, I'm yeah. excited. Amazing. So um, take thank care you. everybody and have a lovely day. Bye. Bye.